I'm a gun lover, a veteran, and a family man. I believe in the Second Amendment and responsible gun ownership. I'm Skip, and this is Gunsmoke. Hey y'all, we're back. I got a, uh, to talking to some of my buddies the other day about Glock pistols down at the range uh, because basically they were laying all over the bench. And I uh, shot a few of them and started to see why they liked them so much. That was to the point that I'm actually looking into getting a Glock 40 and 10 millimeter. I guess I'm just a late bloomer or just old school and always liked uh, Colt, Smith, Remington, and so on, Beretta. And so I got to looking into it and came up with so much information that I'll have to do this in two parts due to the time restraints I have with Anchor FM. And so let's talk about Glocks. Now, the Glock is a series of polymer frame, short recoil operated, long breech, semi-automatic pistols designed and produced by Austrian manufacturer Glock G-E-S-M-B-H. Or uh, Glock, that's what they're mainly known as. Uh, their weapons manufacturing headquarters are in Deutschwagram, Austria, and they're named after its founder, Gla- Gaston Glock. While the uh, company is best known for its polymer frame pistols, it also produces field knives, entrenching tools, and apparel. The firearm entered in uh, Austrian military and police service in 1982 after it was the top performer in the reliability and safety test. Despite the initial resistance from the market to accept a a perceived plastic gun due to concerns regarding durability and reliability, which proved unfounded, as well as the fears that it's used a polymer frame that might bypass detection in metal detectors in the Air Force, that was also not true. Glock pistols, they have become the company's most profitable line of products, as well as supplying national armed forces, security agencies, and police forces in at least 48 countries. That's impressive. Glocks are so popular firearms that uh, civilians, recreational and competition shooting, and home defense and concealed carry and open carry people love them. The company's founder, uh, head engineer Gaston Glock, had no experience with firearms design or manufacture at the time of their first pistol. That would be the Glock 17. And it was being prototyped at the time. So, Glock had extensive experience in advanced synthetic polymers, uh, which was instrumental in the company's design of the first commercially successful line of pistols with a polymer frame. Glock introduced ferric nitrocarburizing into the firearms industry as an anti-corrosion surface treatment for uh, gun metal parts, metal gun parts. Now, in 1980, the Austrian Armed Forces announced that it would seek tenders for a new modern-duty pistol to replace their World War II-era Walter P-38 handguns. The Austrian Ministry of Defense formulated a list of 17 criteria for the new generation service pistol, including requirements that it would be self-loading, fire a NATO standard 9mm parabellum round, The magazines were not to require any means of assistance for loading. 
Uh, be secure against accidental discharge from a shock, strike, or drop from a height of six feet. And after firing, uh, that was onto a steel plate, by the way. After firing 15,000 rounds of uh, standard ammunition, the pistol was inspected for wear. The pistol was then used to fire an overpressure test cartridge, uh, generating 5,000 bar or 73,000 psi, and the normal operating, a uh, maximum operating pressure for the 9mm NATO is uh, 2,500 bar or 36,500 psi. Glock became aware of the uh, Austrian Army's planned procurement and in 1982 assembled a team of uh, Europe's leading handgun experts from military police, military itself, civilian sports shooting circles, and they were there to define the most desirable characteristics of a combat pistol. Within three months, Glock developed the working prototype that combined proven mechanisms and traits from various uh, previous pistol designs. In addition, the plan was to make extensive use of synthetic materials and modern manufacturing technologies to make a, a very cost-effective candidate. Several samples of the 9mm Glock 17, so named because it was the 17th patent produced, uh, procured by the company, uh, there were submitted to, uh, for assessment trials in early 1982, and after passing all the exhaustive endurance tests and abuse tests, the Glock emerged as the victor. The handgun was adopted into service with the Austrian military and police forces in 1982 as the P-80, that would be the Pistol 80, with an initial order of 25,000 guns. The Glock 17 outperformed eight different pistols from five other established manufacturers uh, like Hackler and Koch of Germany. They offered their P7M8, P7M13, and PS, P9S Sig Sauer of Switzerland uh, with their P220 and P226 models. Beretta of Italy submitted their 92SBF and FN Herstel. Uh, proposed an update variant of the Browning High Power, and the homegrown Steyr Manlicker uh, entered in competition with the GB. The results of the Austrian trials sparked a wave of interest in Western Europe and overseas, particularly in the United States. That's where uh, a similar effort was to select a service-wide replacement for the M1911, and it's been going on since the late 70s. Also, it was known as the Joint Service Small Arms Program. In uh, late 1983, the uh, United States Department of Defense inquired about the Glock pistol and received four samples of the Glock 17 for unofficial evaluation. Glock was then invited to participate in the XM9 personal defense pistol trials, but declined because the DOD specification specs uh, would require extensive retooling of production equipment and providing 35 test samples in an unrealistic time frame. After joint Norwegian and Swedish trials in 1983 through 1985, in 1985 the Glock 17 was accepted into service as the P-80 with the Norwegians and in 1988 the Pistol 88 with the Swedish uh, Swedish Armed Forces, and that was surpassing, surpassing all NATO durability standards. As a result, the Glock 17 became a standard NATO classified sidearm and was gr uh, granted a NATO stock number. 
By 1992, some 350,000 pistols had been sold in more than 45 countries, including 250,000 in the United States alone. Starting in 2013, the British Army began replacing the Browning High Power pistol with the Glock 17 Gen 4. That was due to concerns about the weight and external safety on the high power. The French Armed Forces in 2020 began replacing their uh, M- Mac MLE 1950s and, uh, to a lesser extent, their Pommes G1 pistols with the Glock 17 Gen 5 models, specifically made for the French Air Force, Armed Forces. The French preferred the Glock 17 Gen 5 over the HS2000 and the, the uh, CZP10. Uh, and there are offerings that uh, made it all into, they also made it into final selection, but didn't make the grade. First generation models, the, the first gen or the G1 Glock pistols are most notably recognized by their smoother pebble finish grip and finger grooveless frames. The uh, Gen 1 frame pattern and design was used by Glock from 82 to 1988 and predates the checkered grip patterns used in the second generation of Glock pistols. The first Glock 17s imported into the United States were serialized with an alphanumeric two-letter prefix followed by three numbers. So that was stamped on the side of the uh, slide bar- and uh, the barrel and the small metal plate inserted into the bottom side of the polymer frame. The first documented Glock 17s by serial number imported into the U.S. were from AF000 series in January 86, followed by the AH000, AK000, and AL000. These early Glock generator Gen, Gen 1 pistols, uh, serial number prefix AF through AM were also manufactured with a barrel that had a smaller overall diameter and thinner bore walls. They were later known as pencil barrels. These early Glock 17 pencil barrel pistols are considered rare and highly desirable by Glock collectors. The barrels were later redesigned with a thicker bore uh, walls and manufactured uh, to evolve and improve the design of the Glock pistols. Many of the first-gen Glocks were uh, shipped and sold in iconic Tupperware-style plastic boxes. The earliest Glock boxes had ammunition storage compartments that allowed for 17 rounds of 9mm to be stored with the pistol. The box uh, design was later changed by Glock to meet BATF import requirements, and the ammunition storage compartments were removed. Now, the second-generation models, that was a midlife upgrade to the Glock pistols involving the addition of checkering on the front strap and uh, trigger guard and checkering and serrations to the back strap. These versions introduced in 1988 were uh, informally referred to as second-generation models. That was to meet American ATF regulations. A steel plate with a stamped serial number was embedded into the receiver in front of the trigger guard. In 1991, the integrated recoil spring assembly replaced the original two-piece recoil spring and and tube design. The uh, magazine was slightly modified, changing the floor plate and fitting to uh, a follower spring with a resistance uh, insert at its base. 
Now, the third-generation models. In 1998, the uh, frame was further modified with an accessory rail called the Universal Glock Rail. That was to allow the mounting of laser sights, tactical lights, and other accessories. Thumb rests on both sides of the frame and finger grooves and the front strap were added. Glock pistols with these upgrades are informally referred to as early third-generation models. Later third-generation models additionally featured a modified extractor that serves as a loaded chamber indicator, and that's a feature I like, and the locking block was enlarged along with the addition of an extra cross pin to aid distribution of bolt thrust forces exerted on the locking block. This cross pin is known as the locking block pin and is located above the trigger pin. The polymer frame of the third-generation models can be black, flat earth, uh, flat dark earth, and olive drab. Besides that, non-firing dummy pistols, they were called P models, uh, for non-firing uh, dummy pistol with resetting triggers, which were the R models, and have a bright red frame, and a simulation uh, adapter practice pistols that were the T models, and a bright blue frame for easy identification. In 2009, the, the, the Glock 22 RTF rough textured frame 2 chambered 40 Smith & Wesson was introduced. This pistol featured a new checkering texture around the grip and new scalloped uh, fishgill shaped serrations on the rear of the slide, sides of the slide. Many of the existing models became available in the uh, RTF2 version, including the uh, 31, 32, 23, 21, and 19. Some of these did not have the fish gills, though, by the way. Fourth-generation models at the 2010 uh, SHOT Show, Glock presented the fourth generation, now dubbed Gen 4 by Glock itself. Updates centered on ergonomics and recoil spring assemblies in the initial two fourth-generation models announced were the full-size Glock 17 and 22. They were both chambered a 9mm and 40 Smith & Wesson, respectively. The uh, pistols were displayed with a modified rough-textured frame, grip checkering, interchangeable back straps of different sizes, and uh, the Gen 4 is roll-marked on the side of the, uh, on the slide next to the model number to identify the fourth-generation pistols. The basic grip size of the fourth generation Glock pistols is slightly smaller compared to the previous design. The, a punch is provided to remove the standard trigger housing pin and replace it with a longer cross pin needed to mount the medium or large back straps that will increase the trigger distance from 0.79 thousandths of an inch to uh, 0.16. Uh, that's with the medium back strap installed, by the way. The grip size is identical to the third-generation pistols also. The uh, magazine release catches are enlarged and reversible for left-handed or right-handed shooters. Uh, to use the interchangeable magazine release feature, fourth-generation Glock magazines have a notch cut into both sides of the magazine body. Earlier versions of the magazine will not lock into the Gen 4 pistols, if the user has moved the magazine release uh, to be operated by a left-handed user. Gen 4 magazines will work in older models. Mechanically, the fourth-generation Glock pistols are fitted with a dual recoil spring assembly to help reduce the perceived recoil and increase service life expectancy. 
Earlier subcompact Glock models, such as the Glock 26 and the Glock 30, have already used dual recoil springs assemblies that uh, was carried over from the four-generation versions of those models. The si slide and the barrel self has been resized, and the front portion of the polymer frame has been widened to internally uh, and internally enlarged to accommodate the dual recoil spring assembly. The trigger mechanism housing has also been modified to fit the smaller size grip space. The introduction of the fourth generation Glock pistols in continued until July 2010 when the Glock uh, 19 and Glock 23, the resized compact versions of Glock 17 and Glock 22 became available for retail. In late 2010, Glock continued the introduction of the fourth generation models of the Glock 26 and 27 that were subcompact variants. And the, uh, in January 2013, the fourth generation Glock pistols were introduced commercially during the annual SHOT Show, including the Glock 20 Generation 4, along with other fourth gen model Glock models. Now, they're at the fifth generation, okay? In August 2017, Glock presented the fifth generation, or Gen 5. The revision centered on ergonomics and improving reliability. Many parts of the fifth-generation Glock pistols cannot be interchanged with those of previous generations. Two fifth-generation models announced were the Glock 17 and Glock 19, chambered in both 9mm, and some conspicuous changes on the fifth-generation models are ambidextrous slide stop levers, uh, diamond-like carbon surface finish on, uh, for barrel and slide, a barrel featuring a revived style of polygonal rifling called the Glock Markmanship Barrel, like Glock, a deeper recessed barrel crown, omission of the finger grooves on the grip, flared magazine well, and reintroduction of the half-moon-shaped cutout at the bottom of the front grip. The locking block pin located above the trigger that was introduced in the third generation was omitted. Many internal parts were less conspicuously revived Gen 5 and uh, revised, and Gen 5 is roll marked on the side of the model number to identify the fifth generation pistols. The Gen 5 slide can feature uh, front serrations to provide additional tactile traction uh, for racking the gun, and uh, the, the magazines were also revived for fifth generation models. The redesigned magazine floor plates feature a for, uh, frontward protruding lip to offer grip for man, uh, manual assistance of you need to extract your magazine follower if they get a little stuck. Magazine followers uh, were became orange colored for easy visible identification. Well, I've got another one I've got to do here and uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to uh, continue with uh, Glock on the next time. got lots of information on it. It's a very fine pistol, by the way. And uh, so if you've got any questions, bitch, gripes, or complaints, you can get a hold of me at... Uh, Gunsmoke at yahoo.com. That's G U N S M smoke at yahoo.com. Be looking forward to hearing to it from you. Till next time, y'all take care and be safe.